Hey, that's a, that's a good one. Sounds like a West Coast one. It's a West Coast belch. Yeah, coming at you live, nice from a pre-recorded closet and a pre-recorded, soon to be vacated bedroom with arguably the worst, worst bay window in Brighton. Yeah, yeah, all right angles. There's. Yeah, it's barely no a bay 60s, window. No 90s. Yeah. They even tried to paint over the fucking box. I had to pry that open with pry bar. I remember that. Yeah, it was a good day. Yeah, you were like, hey, turns out I got storage in here. <laughs> yeah, there's room in there. It gets a little cold in winter. It's a little exposed, <laughs> but nonetheless, I keep all of your old tools in there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh... Speaking of tools, I heard you were physical labor for somebody today, helping somebody move. Yeah, I got a... How'd that go? Um, You sure you want to get into this right now? We can fuck around with other shit. No, no, I'm just kidding. Let's see, the day started off... This is this is Saturday, by the way. It feels like Sunday every time I wake up with this Friday off. Yeah. Not going to lie, it's mind fuck. It's pretty nice. But, I mean, it's not football season yet, so I'm not really getting mind-fucked yeah. too hard. Uh, but I wake up, it's, I don't know, 8 o'clock. Matt's up, and I think by 8.30 we were we were conversing. And he was like, yeah, man, I'm going to be getting out of here in a little bit. Talking about, I, I was trying to ask him for, like, a to-go cup of coffee. He's like, I got some cold brew. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make you, like, a hot cup on your way to whatever you're doing. And he's going to JP to visit some friends. He's, I don't think he's actually back yet. So yeah, he might actually be like face down in the opium den. Who knows? Uh, uh, classic opium addicted Matt. Yeah, I know. I know. He lives a hard life. It's a, it's a tough one, but I dropped him off at, at his bud's place on, uh, one of them streets in JP. They got them out there. Yeah. Yeah, they got them. Uh, around like 10.05. And I pulled past the place, but there was a parallel parking spot, like, a little up ahead. So I went up and I parallel parked because it was flat ground, left side parallel parking spot on a one-way street. I don't get those very often. I park on the right side of the street on a hill and a curve. All the fucking time. Yeah. Like that's that's where we we live. And yeah. we have lived for eight years. Yeah. So every now and then there's a lefty fucking flat spot that I gotta I gotta practice on because I don't see those. Like, oh, you just parked there for the for the fucking shits and giggles? I was dropping Matt off, but he he said you can just drop me off. There's nobody behind us <laughs> twenty five mile an hour. So like, I said I'll back up once. I was, see how close I, I was, the curb. I was ready for you to tell me that you were doing that so that you could do some maintenance on the left side of your car, which normally is the traffic side. But you were just having some fun. Uh, it was honestly practice. Absolutely, you got to be ready. Yeah. You yeah. got to be ready. Got to be resilient. As Alan Iverson always said, "Practice." We're talking about practice, <laughs> and I know it's because he skipped a practice for because of his friend's death, but still. Uh, yeah, I am talking about practice. Practice makes perfect. But you gotta practice like you play. So that's why I was a little stoned. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, look, Saturday morning, nothing's going on in Boston. We, we drove through, uh, like Chestnut Hill Ave through Brookline. And then I took a route up towards Sturro, took me past Fenway Park, saw the Sitco sign. I think uh, Yankees are playing the Sox right now, probably sucking their dicks or whatever. As They'll do as, that. As they want to do. Uh, and then, I mean, my man, I I didn't even talk to him like three days in advance of helping him. But the last text I had from him was me asking him when zero hour was on Saturday. <laughs> like, 
Tuesday. And he said, I'm picking up the U-Haul 9.30. So anytime after 10. I think he texted me at 10.20 and I just stopped at Mount Auburn because Memorial Drive is closed. So nobody's going. It's one of those meaningless lights that you can't update. It's like yeah. on weekends, this whole part of Memorial Drive is closed. You can rollerblade as much as you want to on it. Yep. But yeah, I was waiting for that, got that text, and I said, I'm right outside Mount Auburn. I'll be there in like 10 minutes, if that. Yeah. And yeah, got uh got up there. Not going to lie, it's a little muggy in Boston. A little bit. There's a heat wave right now, Jimbo. A big You're a one. a heat wave right now. Dude, if I were a heat wave, I'd be all over you. That'd make me I'd a happy Martha boy. I'd be Martha and the Vandellas. The Vandalas. The Vandals. Martha and the Vandals. Whoa. That's what it is. Whoa, my man just free associated all over my face. Oh, sorry. Sorry. It's, uh, yeah, we're out of Pride Month and into, into Raider Month. All right. <laughs> Guy Month. Yeah. Dudes. Vandals. What's up? Dudes, 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 dudes. All right. Uh, I'm going to name them now just because they're not moving for a while. They're moving to, Wa- they're, like, they now live in Weymouth. Yep. Which is a town that produced uh, such characters as Johnny Depp from Blow and Eric D from Real Life. <laughs> Eric D from Eric D. Yeah. <laughs> but they're in like far, far east Weymouth. Like almost Hingham. <laughs> they're in Weymouth. the far east. Yeah. Yeah, like Ba Pi Weymouth. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Not even for a river shipyard. You couldn't even get there from here. Is that towards Brockton? Is that more no, south? No, it's, it's it's more towards uh, Hull, Hingham, okay, Plymouth, yeah, south and east. That's where my grandparents lived for a while in Hull. I'll live in Hull for a l- little time. My my grandma always told nah, this story. It's one of those classic like grandparent stories where you've heard it a thousand times, but like there's the rare one. Like, you've heard all of them a thousand times, but every now and then there's one story that, like, is still entertaining to hear for some reason, even though a lot of them are just like, stop it, I've heard this. But this one's just like, hell yeah, tell me again. And there was some big-ass <laughs> blizzard. the fuck on me. Yeah, it was some big-ass blizzard. My grandma was working as a secretary. My grandpa was stationed at the Nike missile silo in near Hull there. And uh, some big-ass blizzard, it, 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 like, beached a fucking... What, what year? Like... 58 maybe because there was like a big blizzard all right because there was that got an named. airstrip up near where i used to live in north quincy mm. on, on squanum rock there there's like there used to be a airstrip yeah there was a nike missile silo uh like on an island out there somewhere i think near like Hell Ple- yeah. like near pleasure bay but uh yeah, there was some sort of blizzard that got named, you know, like the blizzard of 58, like, cause it was back when you had one blizzard a year instead of like 20. And, but some it was. Some years we don't have any. Yeah. But it was a big one. It, it like washed some oil tanker like up onto the beach, basically, just like right onto like a public beach. And it got dismantled <sighs> over the next like 10 years, but there was just like a full size oil tanker that they just had to scuttle just on the fucking beach. And it was one of those things where all the houses like on the actual like coast got like a foot of ice connected to the side of them kind of a thing, like one of those ice yeah. storms. And so they close all the, all the businesses in Boston and everyone's, you know, got, got to get out. So my grandma, my, my grandpa's out of the army base. My grandma, she's working in Boston. She's got to get to Hull. And so she gets on the T and at the time the T lines she took were all above ground. And so what they did was they had some dudes shovel uh, the train's length on the tracks, and then it would roll forward its length and rinse and repeat for hours. And then eventually they're just like, we're done here. Like, f- you, you you can figure your own way home. And so she she got out and started walking, and she said that everybody in the, at the time, I guess, was, you know, obviously a smaller town, Boston and, and the suburbs in general. And so army families were looked down on because they were like we don't want the army here kind of a thing and so we're a navy town i don't know i have no fucking idea i can't picture boston hating any one thing specifically just kind of hates 
everything. Yeah, just hates everything. Finds yeah. a fault in all. Yeah. And so they were like, uh, she, she said people were like coming by to like, they were like stop to give her a ride until they like recognized her as an army wife. And then they're like, fuck you and drove off. I don't know how, I don't know how true any of this is. This is just the, you know, classic grandma story. Yeah. And so she gets, you know, she finally gets home. It's been hours trying to get home because like Boston and Hull are not close if you're not driving, you know, like that, that's, that's a, that's a trip. Yeah. And so she's, she's sloughing her way through fucking feet of snow, driving winds. And she gets, she, she opens the front door and there's my grandpa with his feet up by the fire and some hot chocolate in his hand going, what took you so long? And by this point in the telly, she's cracking up and she goes, Oh, I could have killed him. I could have killed him right there. My eyelashes Sons were frozen. My eyelashes were frozen to my eyebrows. I could have killed him. Yeah, but he had the fire going. Probably had the fire had going. Spare hot chocolate. Apparently, he got uh, driven home and basically an armored personnel carrier, like one of those things with tires as tall as me. <laughs> they just like dropped everybody off in some fucking, you know, six. Six wheel drive, fucking monstrosity, just cruising through Hull, uh, or uh, or something with tracks on it. Could be, could be. Another you time, know. there was another. Uh, after all, I know it was the same blizzard, but there's some big blizzard, and they got a knock on their door, and it was just some guy holding a car door, and he was like, "Hey, I'm a snowplow driver. This is your car door. <laughs> like, uh, I'm sorry, I I took it off of your car with my big snowplow." And she was like, he was really nice about it, but he uh, absolutely removed he, the door. Yeah, he ripped it off. He ripped it the fuck off. <laughs> Which I can't even think of the physics of how. I mean, you'd have to. You'd have nah. to. Cars were built. the latch. Cars were built different back then, but to just rip yeah. a door off entirely? Nah, the, the latch. If the door was open a little bit, yeah, it's it's gone. But <laughs> you have to turn into it, I guess, to get. Get it off, otherwise. I guess. But yeah, but those are my Man, hold. You know, you know, torque is R cross F. It's always R cross F. Yeah, constantly. I've always said this. Yeah, the plow comes from outside. That's the highest R. It's got a lot of F. It's got a lot of F. And Wait. boy, did it make my grandma cross. Now, enough of that. Uh, those are my hull stories. Let's get back um, to uh, Arlington, Massachusetts. Classic. Where I arrived. Uh, yeah, about 10.30. Matt had given me some of his cold brew because we had had a conversation about where he needed to go. And I was like, I'll give you a ride. And he's like, you sure? You got shit going on on the other side of town. I said, I don't give a shit. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. I'm kind of stoned. Muggy uh, as can, fuck. Can you give me some coffee, please? <laughs> and... He obliges. He's got cold brew. He's got, he can make hot brew, but he sold me on the cold brew. My so man makes a mean cup of coffee. Yeah, and he does. I'm not talking he just like buys nice coffee and throws it into a Mr. Coffee. My dude's got a whole situation, which I understand roughly 30% of, but the end result is a delicious cup of coffee. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He, he could tell you the best way to get the best flavor. Out of whatever you got, yeah. But you might have to have a grinder if there's beans. I'm yeah, sorry. I got, I got a grinder. I Nicely got, a, done. I got a coffee grinder. I thought electric man, or uh, hand mill. Hand mill every time. Oh my man, single cup at a time. Nope, eight yeah? cup. It's a big one. Eight cup. I can do eight cups. How how? What's the R on your your crank arm? Uh, we got about eight inches of leverage, so you eight can really. Inches. You can really crank okay. that fucking All right. thing. It's pretty significant. That's like a grocery store one. Yeah, it's it's nice. nice. It's nice. And you can adjust the grind setting. We don't have to talk about this, but you can. No, and, adjust uh, it. Yeah, and then I put it in a coffee maker. But a, but a good one, Matt. Between French press and pour over. Yeah, and we don't do either, but we do. We have a coffee maker that kind of replicates pour over, but without me having to take the time. coffee? Automatic drip? Nope. It's made by a different company that is nicer, and it it blooms it, which is a a term, and it does that automatically. Nice, and then it makes it. Anyway, That's all important. that is to say that is important. Matt's my coffee guy every time. Glad to hear you're joining the coffee train. 
I was always uh, kind of I was I've I've been impressed for decades on your ability to behave effectively the same as me, but with no caffeine involved. Yeah. Well, I don't always have nicotine anymore. Fair. Yeah. And it's not the same, you know, Ean, but sometimes I have smokes to cool, calm me down. Sometimes I have coffee to get me up there. And so I probably finished half of Matt's cold brew by the time I dropped him off. And so I had half of it to finish while I drove through. It was basically JP to Arlington. So like Back Bay, JP, I saw the sitgo sign. I drove by Fenway. And then I got out onto uh, Stereo Drive and went up uh, Alewife Brook Parkway. We are getting a play-by-play. I love it. And and I got to say, by the end of the drive, I had finished the coffee, and my hands were absolutely shaking. Like, I was – I hadn't had any breakfast. I had one cigarette, like, on on that drive from dropping Matt off to, to going there. And a little bit of weed and just like a full Matt's cold brew. And <laughs> damn it, I was I was yacked. Hell yeah. Hell I yeah. Was, I was yacked, jacked, and ready to move. So you showed up just at a 10. Just like ready. You're just throwing shit into the truck. Internal 10, external, <laughs> I, I'd give it a 4. I mean, her dad was there. Oh, you got to, oh, that, I mean, her, her mom was there last time and it was my brother, me and Papa. Now that's like a last crew. summer. Now yeah. that's a crew. That was, that was a sweet car. That's I a love, solid crew. <laughs> I like, I like that car ride. Cause it was like 20 minutes bright in the back bay. <laughs> <laughs> now it's obviously it's great when a parent comes to help. That's, it's good to see a supportive no, parent. No, it's not. But. It really if parents put- are the only ones to help, yeah, they're going to help a shitload. If parents are not the only ones to help, I they're going to they're going to point, hang out near the air conditioner, maybe sit down for a while. Like I'm not expecting my parents to help me move anymore. Mom oh. and dad, for the love of God, don't ever help me move. I don't want it. And here's why. <laughs> There's an age limit on being able to help someone move. Like you can be there and move their stuff, but there's a cutoff on helping. There just is. I'm aware of it, and I know once I hit it, I'm gonna stop offering people. I'll be like, "Hey, I can, I can stand there. You know what? I can, I can hold a parking spot for you. And when you pull up in the U-Haul, I'll drive away. That's the only help I'll offer because I know that otherwise, it's just me going. Ah, what kind of voltage is that wired to? So you think, you think that is it? Now is that on a dedicated line? Is that help? Like. At a certain point, you just you've seen too many things go wrong, and you got a bad back. So you're just on moving day. You're just you're just a miserable ass. I found some boxes at work and some packing material. I hope you like it. Some of them are covered in pizza grease. Now, it's from a really good pizza place, and no, they're not pizza boxes. I was just eating pizza near the Pecorino boxes. Romano on that pizza. I mean, come on. Uh. Anyway. I mean, it, it's it's warm, overcast most of the time, but every now and then the sun comes out when you're just loading shit in. And they got the 20-footer U-Haul, which was nice and solid. One moment here. I'm getting a potential spam call. Let's see, let's see what we got. All right. What This is Ben. T- Hi. AT&T cares about the health of our customers and employees. Thanks, and we're AT&T. being cautious due to the coronavirus, COVID-19. For that reason, we're we not showing up at your doorstep AT&T because we're a telephone company. Your home if anyone there, one, has been sick or quarantined. This is taking too two, long, AT&T. They're inquiring about the health status related to COVID of your household. So let me let me tell you what's Both going on. Both of you are vaccinated. You flew to the East Coast Months ago, let, let me, because let me, you were holy shit. Let me catch you up on the uh, the AT and T situation real quick. We're not going to do tech talk, but the eagle eared listener may have noticed uh, several just fucking weird edits in the past couple episodes, and that's because my internet fucking sucks shit. And I thought it was because I'm 
I'm not far from the router, but I was like, you know, I am on the other side of the of a wall, and it's lath and plaster. Maybe I need to yeah. hardwire in. Nope. Dent. Turns out the internet just cuts out for everybody, just fucking all the time. And it was also going half speed. And so we had a guy come out, and he got it to go not half speed. It now goes full speed. But it now cuts out even more. And so AT&T nice solution is we're like, hey, uh, we need this fixed. And they're like, uh, let me just check. And they check. And at that moment, it's working. And they're like, nah, it's good. And we're like, no, it's an intermittent problem. And if you check one time, that doesn't show you an intermittent yeah. problem. Like, you understand that, right? Like, every now and then my car doesn't get to fifth gear. And they're like, well, we revved it once. Yeah, we turned and, it on and, and it worked. And the dial, the dial for the RPMs went up. Yeah. Okay. So we, we finally fix the problem. We finally get them to send another tech out. I, I get we, this is to be the third time a tech's coming out. And he's supposed to come out tomorrow morning. And they called me earlier today, and they were like, hey, just want to let you know, we just checked uh, your internet speed, and it's good. So we're going to go ahead and cancel that tech. And I just fucking went off. And I was just like, yeah. no, what the Lay fuck are you him. talking about? I was like, what's what's the issue say? that like, like Why is the tech coming out? What's it say on your end? He was like, it's an intermittent speed issue. I was like, how many times did you check? He was like... Uh, the system checked once and saw that your speed was was what you're paying for, and I was like, "Okay, how's that intermittent? Like, how are you checking for its intermittentness? Are you just constantly checking, or did you check once?" He's like, "We did. We checked once. I just said that." I was like, "Okay, so send the fucking tech, you dickhead." Yeah, um, I'm damn right. I, I'm usually excessively polite to really any retail person, customer service, anything, because I'm I've I've, I also enjoy the polite approach. Because it's hard for them to hang up on you. Oh, I didn't. I didn't actually swear to this person because yeah, yeah no, then if, they get if to if hang you up threat, on you. If you threaten a person, they'll hang up. Yeah, but if you politely but concertedly try to seek justice from them, <laughs> oh man, and you have like a lunch break or or you know like a drive home to dedicate to it, man, it's fucking great. It is. But so that was a phone call to confirm that. Uh, Basically, they they sent a text that said the same thing. You know, got to make sure somebody's more than 18 years of age to answer the door and, like, let them in. Like, a kid can't answer it. And then yeah, the guys... How many the, children do you have out there? The guy's got to be able to be six feet away from people while he's working. It's like, yeah, we're fucking good. And uh, then I got another text right after that from the same, like number where it's like six digits or whatever five digits like it's not a number it's and it's i can four scroll, eight I, six six yeah. seven three i can scroll up oh, and it's thanks all, it's all the other like your tech is on, it's all the at&t tech stuff don't worry this is the internet but the newest one i got was a product you ordered oh. make uh like like has been shown in california to cause cancer like california has all these things where if you buy anything that's remotely carcinogenic they attach a warning to it they let you know. We haven't ordered anything. We ordered a tech. We want a tech to come fix the problem. We haven't ordered anything. So I don't know what that's about. Maybe the tech causes cancer. The tech that they sent out. That's what I'm saying. Cancer. Maybe he's just going to come and just fill our home with secondhand smoke. I have no idea. I don't know what his plans are. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt you for like the third time on this moving story. But no, no, no. We're, we're barely there. <laughs> I mean, we filled up the truck. Real, real nice. Didn't get the Peloton in there because it's got a delicate monitor. May I ask, what size truck are we talking about? Did it have the mom's attic? It was a 20-footer. Oh, the, that's deep. It's got the mom's attic and then some. Yeah. It's a good yeah, truck. It's got some out there, outdoor furniture, couches, a couple beds, a couple dressers, liquor cabinet, tons <sighs> of boxes. Yeah. Whew. Whew. Yeah. Went, went from a second story down down to that. The only thing we had to move over over the balcony was the box spring. Nice. Yeah. How uh how full percentage wise would you say the truck was? I give it uh two thirds. Actual Not... volume. Yeah. Uh, but you know, realistic volume, I'd give it eighty percent. Now that's good. You don't yeah. want to go much above that, or it's. You're spending too much time. You know, the chairs, trying to fit things in between the legs of chairs is just stupid. 
Yeah, and there's always a better way in a in a sense to stack things, but if you spend yeah. six hours loading it up, what the fuck are you doing? You know? Yeah. Hell yeah. Congrats, buddy. Well, thanks, bud. Uh I got a turkey and cheese sandwich. Tell me about the bread. It, I won't call it a hoagie. Tell me about the bread. Because the bread was not hoagie. Bread. I could hear it in your voice. What are we it talking? It was the sesame bun. Ooh, uh, the ugh. S- style of the Fiorella's sandwiches, uh, but a little more well done, I'd say. Okay. Like a brown crust. Uh, the sesame seeds were definitely toasted. Oh, that's nice. No cornmeal on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did this sandwich call itself a hoagie? And lied to you, or this no, was just a sandwich? No, this was, was Alberto sandwich shop. Okay, yeah, dude, I've they had did such... not have the ingredients for the Thanksgiving sandwich, which is what was my first choice. <sighs> That's fucked. They're like, we don't have stuffing. I'm sorry, dude. Bread and celery—they're uh, hard to come by, you know. Dude, Sounds I've had a such just... a craving for a classic, like super beef roast beef New England style sandwich lately. Why? I don't know, but like the fucking grilled you spend onions. A lot of time on the North Shore. The dice grilled onions, like right into the bun. That was when when we practice up in uh fuck. What's the racist town at the border to uh, New Hampshire? Haverhill. We practice. Rob in Zombie's ha- hometown. Yes. We. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm the one that you wanted. Hell and the yeah! Lead I'm a super of- beef. <laughs> Power Man Five Thousand. Yes, pa- Super Beef is a menu item of Pizza Etc. It's a. It's a. We fucking, sung that a lot, dude. It's a menu item at a lot of places up there. But the super we, we we practiced. In I like Averill. the the Hot Rod Herman remix. Of <laughs> yeah, Super Beef. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, the one they had in the Matrix. It's yeah, so good that that one. But we, we we practiced up there, and I had no, there's no fucking good way to get to Haverhill by like public transit or anything. So our lead guitar no. player had a car, and so he uh, I would I would take the T to his work, and then he would drive me up there, and then as payment we would stop on the way, and I'd buy us sandwiches, and I would always get the fucking super beef and a large onion ring, and uh, then we'd go to our our drummer Ed's house where he lived. Ed was twice my age when I was in the band, so he was 42, I was 21. Hey, we're almost there. He had a really bad heart, so Ten uh, years. as soon as we were done playing, he always had to load load his car up and leave. He would just load the van and go home right after we played. <clears throat> we practiced in his at his house in the, in the basement, which was his room, because it was his parents' house, and he lived in the basement. Which is fine. Yeah. And his, his dad had noise canceling Bluetooth headphones that he hooked up to the TV and he would just listen to the TV while we had super loud practice directly beneath him. And Ed had like a full rush, like two bass drum drum kit and like a giant bed and a bar. And, uh, Bad Harton was 42 and had an A team van and a minivan. What and kind he of was roast really beef nice. sandwich did he like? I don't know. He never really hung out with us because he had a. He always said he had a bad so, heart and he had to go home. So who you got the ride with? What did they like? Oh, he would mix it up. He would mix it up from time to time. Hell he yeah! Did, he didn't have Barbecue one sauce. He didn't have one. Sometimes they ask you about that. He wouldn't even get a roast beef sandwich every time because we were just at like you know a sandwich place. I was the one with the with the routine. He was fucking mixing it up. I don't know if he ever joined me on the onion ring train, but he was fucking up. That that was the way to go. All right. That's that's I think the first thing I missed when I got up to Boston was a lack of decent sandwich bread. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My last story about Ed and then then I don't think we ever have to bring him up again. We were playing a show at the Middle East upstairs in Cambridge. Let's go, Ed. Come on, Ed. Which is right next Middle to uh, East upstairs. a place that used to be called TT the Bears. I'm not sure what it's called now. But uh, it was TT the Bears is one of those legendary venues. And Middle East downstairs is like, that's the national acts. Upstairs is usually local bands. And, uh, but it's like Electric the- Six plays there because they can't <laughs> sell out the downstairs. Yep. Yep. E- even I played the downstairs one time on a Saturday. I mean, my man. Come on, the Electric Six. Woo-hoo-hoo. But uh, the next door down is, is T.T. the Bears Place, which is where, like, the Pixies came up, like a bunch of, like, classic 
New England bands, but they're not like a one genre music venue. They 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 play yeah. everybody, and so we we were playing, and Ed was like, "I'm gonna go get the van because I got to load up." And so we pulled all his drums out on the sidewalk because it's rude to load out while another band is playing. So I helped him load it all out, and then he was like, all right, I'm going to go get the van. You just stand here with the drums. And there was like a hip-hop show going on at TT the Bears. And so he pulls up, you know, like 20 minutes later, half hour. Apparently he, like, forgot where he parked his van. And he pulls up, and then he gets out, and he's like, hey, dude, are you are are you are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I've just been out here with your drums, Ed. And he was like, all right. There's just a lot of colored people out here. And I was like, Ed, no. Yeah, you're in Central Square, Ed. Ed, come on. They were just people attending a hip-hop concert. It wasn't even like... It's, oh, man. I drove and, through and Central that's not a Square term. Yes, it's not a, yesterday. It's not, not a term we use anymore, <laughs> Ed. Like, he's not even that much older. I mean, I guess at the time he was... I mean, he's 21 years older than me. He was then. He is now. But... Dude, that place is an open-air drug market. <laughs> Central Square? Yeah. They took over parking spaces with picnic tables for, like, gourmet restaurants. Hell yeah. Yeah, but there's also people having a grand old time right in Central Square. I have gotten very publicly drunk in Central Square. Outside of the Middle East, downstairs, yeah, but, slash upstairs. But you never, you never injected any, any drugs into your system, <laughs> just... Willy nilly, right underneath the elm there. Not even, uh, uh, not not any type of nilly. If I'm being honest, that's never been a. Uh, Sometimes I like the sunny side of the street. <laughs> yeah, it's in the morning, right outside of McDonald's. There, I, just, I love that he's from the that, south. <laughs> Boston's full of southern people. Uh, every now and then they'll they'll throw it on, especially in the, in their cardboard signs. Hell Say yeah. y'all. I've seen a lot say y'all. Y'all need some biscuits and gravy money. Uh, anyway, that's no. all my Ed stories. He was a good guy. I mean, I'm sure he's still alive, but he probably is a good guy. But No, that, that sandwich, I, I would give a four out of ten. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Just just to bring it back. And then uh, we didn't have much else to move out. The weird thing was, though, all right, so out of the four of us, yep. we got... And I'm going to name them now because they ain't moving for a while. And, uh, you know, it's a boy and his girl. And I went I went to their wedding, stood in their wedding. Tim drove the car with with Becca's dad. And so I drove with Becca and Gumbo. Whew. We we had the fun car. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, explain we explain to the folks at home who Gumbo is real quick. Uh, a little French bulldog. He's, uh, he's a light brown. But. I might be his best human friend that is not a dog mom or dog dad. Nice. Yeah, he uh he tried to tear apart my double knee dickies. I met him when he was like eight weeks old. Those things are triple stitched. He's not gonna make a dent. I don't know, man. I tore some dickies this week. Oh no. There was actually a HR meeting about it. <laughs> really? Uh, it's a nine-person company. There is no HR department. Okay, I was going to say. Uh, no, some it was, issue I had the... an old pair of dickies that clearly my balls had worn through, like, through and through. And so at the end of a long day, I started stretching, trying to rip them, like, real hard and uh, <laughs> accomplished my goal. You love to hear it. That was always the, for me, that was also the failure point of dickies. Yeah. It was right behind that the four corners. Yep. The Utah, Arizona, Colorado, and New Mexico. <laughs> it was always Arizona and New Mexico. <laughs> yep, right on Baker Street. <laughs> yeah. Have I told you about uh, Baker Street as a term? Is it a Jerry Rafferty type it, reference? It's a reference that Tim gave me, so I don't know where he got it, but apparently uh, on the From two- Jerry Rafferty? <laughs> <laughs> on the tube it's it's where i think the uh it's either like the yellow and the brown line meet or the fucking pink and the brown line it's something where the brown line meets another like jerry rafferty <laughs> yeah so it's 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 the taint hmm. nice tim tell me remind me what it's from i know you don't listen anymore but well, if I don't let's pretend that you did street Anywho, how'd the unloading go? You, ha- you have the enjoyable gumbo-blessed trip over. 
So I'm riding with the new bride and gumbo. Gumbo in the back seat. I'm I'm a <laughs> little God. low on fuel. If you sat in the back and a dog took the front, <laughs> then <laughs> I would have paid to see him operate the pedals. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that for free. I know there's a service plaza just south of 90, uh, but there's a fair amount of traffic on 128. Either way, a 40-minute trip becomes an hour-long trip minus the the service plaza. Stop. Yeah. I uh, fill up with gas. It's pretty expensive, but I'm sure it's not what you're paying. And No. Yeah. No, it's bad out here. Oh, I saw some good gas stations. Some real good ones. Yeah, no, it's it's rough. You can get it for less than five, but it's tough. You can get ours for less than three. You shut that beautiful mouth. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Either way, I said, Becca, I'm, I'm going in. You want anything from inside? She's like, no. No. All right. So I get the 24-ounce Arizona fruit punch. Classic. And some fruit snacks. I don't know who's showing up to their new house. I assume... It's who's in the two cars. I get back in my car, my gas tank full. I got a 24-ounce fruit punch and fruit snacks. Fat, fat stack of fruit snacks. <laughs> Becca goes, I wonder where Tim is. They pull up two pumps over. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, they're over there. With awesome. your dad. Yeah, sweet. Hell yeah. They're doing all right. Seem to be doing just fine. Yeah. Their fruit snacks level leaves something to be desired, but we can't all be perfect. We're like, you guys are good? Tim goes, yeah. Just going to top off, you know? I think we got it when it was a half tank, so I'm going to go a little over a half tank, and then we'll drive back. It'll be fine. <laughs> so we roll out of there, uh, and there's some more traffic on 128 and, and shit. Uh, I'm flipping between, God, Hot 96. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They hit some bangers later in the day. But I don't know if anyone needs this granular <laughs> level of detail. Uh, yeah. All right. I know Fair. some people listen to us to fall asleep. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I don't know. You told you told two of your guys' stories, so I figured I'd I'd, I'd give some regional like radio radio etiquette around here. No, sure, go for it. I'm not knocking it. I'm just easy. Ninety nine one is solid. That's all I gotta say. That's all I I'm gonna say. They have the seventies and eighties weekend. It was great. Hell yeah. Yeah, we got down there. We beat the shit out of them. But right after we showed up, her sister showed up, who was the maid of honor at her at her wedding. She's also got like three boys and one girl in the car. Like, are they hers or did she just bunch. find them? <laughs> it's a rowdy bunch. I'm surprised we got them to move anything, but <laughs> goddamn, they helped out. Hell yeah, they're <laughs> better than Jawas. I gotta say, sometimes you get a group of kids. You get a kid. A group of them at the right at the right mindset where they're like, "Holy shit!" An adult is letting us actually help. We better not blow this, dude. I mean, the payoff was pretty solid for them. They got the show on PlayStation Four. Oh, I was gonna guess. Did they also get some fruit snacks? Oh, absolutely. One kid <laughs> asked me, "Can I take four? I said, "Why are you asking me how much you can take? Just grab a handful, you son of a bitch." Jesus Christ! You, Look, you took one to that, start. What that would have been me. That would have been me as a kid, and you yeah, know you're that. A good lad, I no, get it. No, no, it's not just that. That kid is probably not allowed to have unlimited fruit snacks at home. All right, I know, but there's like four of them around. He's got post-traumatic snack disorder, and he's working through it. I mean. We were going out to get beer anyway. We had finished unloading the 20-foot U-Haul. For the kids. Into their new house. Yeah. 
And the kids were like, hey, buddy, if you can pick up some IPAs. So a nice juicy IPA really help take the edge off. Tim and I went to... All these fruit snacks. I, for, I forget the proper name, but it was a packaged goods store was the last two words of the business name. A proper packy. Yeah. And didn't need to wear a mask. That felt great in the liquor store. I've been doing that at Oak Square Liquors here, but gotta say, on the road, feels yep. good. Yep. I got the non-alcoholic drinks, which was two liter of Coke. Fruit snacks. No, I didn't get any more fruit snacks. <laughs> They ate the fruit snacks after we got the sodas. Okay. They, they had they started drinking sodas for that's what mom asked for. Absolutely. Tim Tim promised me twenty five yingling or uh twelve yinglings. Okay, I was gonna say an odd number of yinglings. No. It was it was definitely twelve yinglings. He wanted to get twenty four, but they didn't have twenty fours. So we got a twelve of Kona. Okay. Look, Kona's I had to drive Kona's home anyway, beer. so I was only going to have like six yinglings. No. Whatever. No. Yeah. All right. Dude, I was there for a long, long That's time. That's true. That's true. Either way, I was severely dehydrated, so I started pouring Sprite into yingling bottles. Okay. People thought I was probably drinking a lot more than I was. Sure. Absolutely. But yeah. Oh, man, that Sprite's good. I can't believe we lost that soda. We lost it? Uh, Just kidding. (laughs) We can still buy it. That one went over my head, man. I I, I didn't catch that reference. LeBron James is is the spokesperson for Sprite. Ah, and do we not like him? Um, I don't. He's got one of my names, but it's his last name. Yeah. He was given that. Yeah, and he's fighting. He he got uh, fucking fake hair. And, uh... And he's on those Lakers. Can't sign off on that. Them Lakers. Used to be Lakers were in Minneapolis. Where I don't know lakes. no lakes in Los Angeles. There ain't no lakes out there. The Utah Jazz where they don't allow music. What's that about? I do not know. I I absolutely Fran- don't know. San Francisco Giants where they're all normal sized. Los Gigantes de Baseball. <laughs> Nicely done. Anyway. We get down into South Weymouth, and her sister rolls up. I recognize her as the maid of honor at the wedding. She got three dude kids, like, wearing baseball caps and, like, (laughs) but they help out filling out the house. I mean, they definitely need to get a shitload more furniture. Mm -hmm. And the man cave's going to be sweet, but the kids, after we had Chipotle, I mean, they were getting restless. They were not doing so well in the MLB The Show at 20. I was trying to tell them how to work the the pitching bar and, and the, the fucking hitting stick. They were not getting it. I was like, don't you guys play Fortnite? They were like, man. No, we like church, I guess. We play Minecraft. Yeah, we church. We're always is, crafting is, our is minds our thing. in church. Ed- educational videos we really enjoy. I don't know, actual sports. And I was like, all right, I got some wiffle ball bats and uh, fucking wiffle balls in, in my trunk. Let's go out back. Dude, kids smacked two homers. Yeah? Like, yeah. Hell yeah. They cleared the fence on two. All Short right. Porch. I don't know. Built for Fenway. Went Right-handed fucking, hitter. One fucking yad on him. Yeah, I know. And that kid, Uh, so so their dad, during that like dinner, got like an email from work and said, like, First person to respond gets the Red Sox tickets. And he responded, and there were only two. And they have four children right now, so they had me choose out of a hat. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah, me. That's a... Just, can I say that's weird? Will I piss anybody off if I say that's weird? <laughs> it wasn't weird to me. Okay. Be- because, I mean, they were hitting wiffle balls for for like a solid hour. So you're pretty much family at this point. I'm the only one who's not family. But and, you're pretty much family. And I'm throwing wiffle balls to boy number two or three. I think they might be twins. I don't know. Best not to ask. Yeah. Best to just make wild assumptions. Yeah, Irish twins. I Ooh. like it. Ooh. I, I mean, look, they're nice people. I'm not going to ask them how they stand on vaccinations because... I think I know what I'm going to hear. 
based on overwhelming evidence from my man, Tim. That autism causes vaccines. Anyway, I'm vaccinated. That's all that really matters to me. That's true. Yeah, we'll probably be over there for July 4th. I've heard of that event. Yeah. Dude, driving back. Look, I I slammed some Gatorade before I got into the car. What flavor? It was orange. Love that. Orange. Love that flavor. Orange, orange is a good afternoon Gatorade for me. Morning, it depends on how I'm feeling, but I like yellow or red. Yell- You're the only person I know who buys yellow Gatorade. No, I'm not. Why do they stock it? I'm saying you're the only person I know. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> Some people may keep it secret. <laughs> That's true. Um, you're the only one I know that I'm aware of who openly buys Yellow Gatorade. Yeah. But I forgot that when I was up in Vermont, I was I was trying to listen to more music, and I still had all of my CDs in my car. Fuck uh, yeah. So, I mean, I was listening to, I mean... I'm sure Becca thought it was fucking borderline psychopath music. What were you hitting her with? No, I was hitting her with the fucking radio. It was just oh. bouncing in between Hot 96, like the throwback R&B and hip-hop station, <laughs> ZLX, yep. 100.7, the classic rock station. Classic so station. Like, I heard George Thurgood off of that and a little bit of Zeppelin. <laughs> uh, it was the ocean, if I'm not mistaken. And then Good easy song. 99.1, just 70s and 80s, real easy. Uh, like a lot of soft Chicago. Ooh, as opposed to that hard Chicago. Yeah, so when I got into the car, like, to to leave that place, belly full of Chipotle, it was pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, I got two meals out of the day and some beer. That ain't bad. That's a yeah. solid day's work. I know. I know. Well, the person who helped last time, Becca's mom, she wasn't there. She had to drive a shitload of time up to Colchester, Vermont, for uh, for a baby shower, I guess. Ah, uh, and those, drive those back. Those things happen, dude. I don't, I don't drive up to Vermont back in a day. That's tough. Yeah, that's a long drive. But anyway, she was like, "Oh, my moving partner," because she was there last time. Like, yeah, you didn't really move anything this time. Please. <laughs> you 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 know how you'd feel. There's an age cutoff. Uh she was trying to help organize like the back twenty percent of the ten foot U Haul that they had last time. I mean they had the short little guy. But it was one of those things is like you guys have a one bedroom, like kinda small kitchenette, living room put together thing. There's not much here. Like, we're not fighting over the last 20%. Like, the last, like, two feet of your 10-footer. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to fit. It's always going to fit. It's always going to fit. When you or I are there. Man, I was uh, helping somebody move last summer, and uh, they were taking their their washing machine, which I'd never moved somebody's washing machine before. But we got into the truck, and then at one point we had, like... A few more things we need to throw in there. I just opened up the washing machine, just jam stuff inside the washing machine. God damn. They're yeah. like, they're like, Oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. It's like, yeah, that's a, that's a void needs yeah. filling. It's, it's empty. I mean, yeah, they had a lot of chairs. I kind of put the chairs butts together. Sometimes you could throw like pillows and shit in between. Ass to ass. Yeah. I know. to It's a Requiem for a Dream reference, kids. Google it. Google it Google it at school or work. Keith David is not that bad of a man. David Keith, terrible man. Right. That's probably not true, but he is like a also an actor. He's just way less famous. He's more of an antagonist in more of his roles. Jack Parkman, for instance. And Park Jackman. Park Jackman. <laughs> So if anyway, anyone knows what we're talking about, you get a dollar. Call me up. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no lie. Uh, bringing out the wiffle ball. I brought out two wiffle balls, one wiffle ball bat. And there were some young men there. I think there was a 10-year-old, an 11-year-old, and maybe a 13-year-old boy. Like, all of them. And I was trying to, I was trying to throw a little pitch, you know, trying to give some brushback stuff, high chatter, you know. Keep them off the plate. A little but, mustard. Yeah. 
I put a little mustard on it, and these kids were just smacking them. Fucking, uh, I don't want to say his name, but your neighbor style from being yeah. a child. Yeah. Yeah. Sen- that guy. S- Senior Tom. That guy can smack yeah. a wiffle. Uh, well, that's why he had to bat left. He's yeah. a switch hitter, uh, and he he actually broke a wiffle ball batting righty. Yeah, that's too so, much power. So, so he had to bat left. Anyway, uh, these these kids these kids were doing all right. First, they were facing the fence, and then they started facing the house. One kid said, "If I can hit that roof, you pay me a nickel." I said, "Yeah, I got you." Uh, he did not hit the roof, but he hit the second story of the house, and I gave him a quarter. I said, "You're a pro now." Absolutely, you're, you're a pro ball player. Hell yeah, he's he's made money off of his skills. That's yeah. professional. That's how I it think works. He's going to a Sox game tomorrow because I pulled his name out of a hat. Is he starting or is he? No, no, he's going to be in the grandstand probably. He's not maybe, just good. Maybe he's not relief. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway. Getting back into my car, uh, the disc that I had that I was listening to when I was up in Vermont surveying and, and going back and forth to work was the Blue Album and Pinkerton combined, because those are both pretty short. I think I had to cut one song from each. All right, It which... was like cut my least favorite song from each, and I'm not sure which it was. I'm going to guess Only in Dreams... No, that one's on there. It's on there? It's just so long. It's not a bad song. It's just really long. Well, it's important. And is Get You Pinkerton or is that Maladroit? Ah, uh, that's on there. It's still it, on? That, okay. That, yeah, that's Pinkerton. I fucked up. I don't know what your, I don't know what your cuts are. I have no idea what they are because oh, I cut them. Fair enough. I've listened to that so much more than I've listened to like the full Blue and the full Pinkerton now. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, my name is Jonas. I'm carrying, carrying the, whale. the whale. Yeah, dude, like all the fucking time. Blast the, that. The world has turned and left me here is probably my favorite song off that album. Ah, uh, well, El Scorcho is probably my favorite song off of those two albums. Wow. All right. Dude, El Scorcho. Dear listener, dear Sodahead, go listen to El Scorcho. It's a fine tune. Uh, Rivers Cuomo, probably not woke anymore. God damn you half Japanese girls. Yeah. That line was always kind of iffy. As long as you don't say the just three-letter term for him. But also, there's another line in Buddy Holly that I recently realized is not at all cool. Watching grunge leg drop New Jack through a press table, though. Love about El Scorcho. ECW. That's New great. Jack. I'm sorry. New Jack recently passed away. If uh if any of you listeners out there are broken up about it, we 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 sympathize. We empathize and and we kneel with you. We have a hotline. Uh, and if any of you listeners do not know who New Jack is, uh just Google him jumping off of sh- stuff. New Jack jumps off and and YouTube will take you from there. Yep, trust he was in the known algorithm. For jumping from very high up, in, hell yeah! In professional wrestling, he also nearly killed a guy. I think in Massachusetts, like a young Massachusetts guy who was like seventeen yet at the time. All right, he cut his forehead with a scalpel. They agreed Fuck. to do it before the fight, but severed something. Like he cut too deep. Fuck. Yeah. New Jack, don't trust New Jack to cut you. Not with a surgical scalpel. Please. There's not a lot of people out there I'd trust to cut me with a surgical scalpel. And not one of them would I trust to do it on my forehead. It's not me. It's definitely not me. Well, no, I would trust you to do it because I know that if you thought you couldn't, you You, wouldn't. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I refuse. You know I'd throw it at you. That's why I trust you to do it because you would would only do it if there was no alternative. And it had to be done for some reason. Yeah. You know I would. Absolutely. God damn it. I don't want to have to cut your forehead, but a wheel. Cut me, Mick. Hell yeah. yeah so- it was it was an excellent uh, ride back into Boston with all the exit numbers wrong. Every every road. Route 3, Route 24, I-93, I-90, 95, Route 128. All of the exit numbers have changed and Why? are changed. Why? 
They go off of the mile marker now. What? But why change it? So they could produce some more signs that says old exit 20, now exit 37. <sighs> they, they, they made twice as many signs. That's awesome. I mean, that sucks shit, but like, that's funny I wonder as hell. when they're going to take, yeah, they're yellow signs that say the old exits. I wonder I, when they're going to take them down. If well, they are, well, there's the, going to be a guy who's 120, still has a license driving around. No, I used to dull it as exit 28, so I'll take exit 28. You have to have the side there for me. That first toll booth Please when you're leaving that. Boston was only going to be there for five years, and I think it's been there for 15 at this point, maybe 20. So, you know, what maybe these signs booth? are here to stay. Was what, that what, what toll booth do you the speak fir- of? The first one on 90, you got those two in a row? No, they don't exist anymore. You lived out there too long. They eliminated toll booths. It's overhead cameras. Oh, but there's still a toll, though. Yeah. But they got the bo- the, the booths are gone? Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. I've been gone a long time, my friend. Yeah, they just take photos of you and charge you 35 cents. All right. Yeah. It's like every time they take a photo of your vehicle, it's like 35 or 70 cents. Weird. Yeah. That's fine, I guess. New Jersey tries to charge you $50 if uh, you do not have an easy pass and you drive through their easy pass things. That was that was one of the crazy things uh, traveling around. Is because I had my credit card information maybe potentially hacked uh, when I went on the bachelor party for Tim. And somebody tried to buy a honey-baked ham with my credit card. <laughs> like a whole ham? Yeah, $21 honey-baked ham down in Marietta, Georgia. All right. Yeah, I know. So that, Citizen that, Bank called me about that. They were delicious. like, hey, is this you? I was like, no. I'd know if I was buying ham. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Yeah. I want it. Is there a honey-baked ham near me? I'll happily buy it. Are you worried that it was a different honey-baked ham? Because tell me where that is, and I'll go there. I'll make sure I get it. Hell yeah. Uh, But no, that was not me. So they canceled my card, sent me a new one. They say, anything you have that that like auto-updates on this card, make sure and change. Yeah, that's easier said than done, you stupid motherfucker. It's like, oh, Grubhub. Like, how I get food, you know, unless yeah. I'm at the grocery store. Yep. Oh, Amazon, how I buy literally everything that I can't get at a grocery store <laughs> or off of Grubhub. <laughs> what else is there? Oh, Easy Pass. Uh, forget about that for like a month. And it doesn't go down very much because I only go through a $1 toll in New Hampshire usually. Yep. Until I start trying to go down to my parents. Mm-hmm. Then then it's 90, then it's New York. The New York tolls, man. It's a Cuomo bridge. They're getting it's hefty. It's a Garden State Parkway. It's a Garden State Turnpike. Dell Memorial Bridge. Oh, yeah. All of them. All of them. So they didn't register my car on the, the Friday that I went down. So I came down from Vermont through the Massachusetts toll, or through the New Hampshire toll, which is $1. Yeah. Uh, they sent me a letter that says, hey, you went through here. The toll is $1. The administrative fee is also $1. Can you pay this by July 8th? I'm still in the window for this one. I'm going to pay the full price. I'm not going to fight the administrative fee. $1. We'll yep. let them do a $2 check. This is fine. New Jersey, on the other hand, uh, I was on the Garden State Parkway. For two tolls, which were both a dollar ninety, so it ended up being three dollars eighty cents, and each of them was a twenty-five dollar administrative fee. That's a big no for me, Doc. Yeah, well, in the same letter, they sent me one for the Delaware Memorial Bridge because I crossed that. Also, you know, it told me to call service center every time I went through. I have an easy pass. I'm not calling the service center. There's no gate I'm running through. Please. Yeah. Fuck off. I'm freely passing through your state. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, I end up getting, yeah, it's $23 worth of tolls and $140 worth of service fees. Fuck yeah. Well, on the back of them, they have, are you an easy pass member in good standing? And I had paid my easy pass balance the night before. So they're... I had like a print screen 
with the account number and, and everything. And it just said, look, I was in good standing the day before. You guys weren't charging me for whatever reason. That's on you. I sent him the dollar. Uh, I sent him three separate checks for each of the tolls. Yeah. I sent him like a 985. I sent him a 380. I think I sent $5 for the Delaware Memorial Bridge. <laughs> and those checks are cashed. As far as I know, I'm in good standing with the state of New Jersey. Congratulations, my friend. Oh, man. I still got to pay Massachusetts, but I still got two weeks. Jesus. Thanks, Massachusetts. $2. Who knows what the dollar will be valued at by then? <sighs> Massachusetts goes farther. We might all be on Dogecoin at that point. No sales tax. What's up? Gotta love that. Yeah. Well, hey, we've gone long, my friend. It's fantastic. I love it. I want you to go long. I got I a, I got a football over here. Dude, I'm about as far from you as I can get while still being on the continental United States. Just a little bit. I could go south, I guess. Yeah, I could go north. And I shan't. Excellent. I shall. Well, I'm excited I'm going to get to see you in like fucking a little less than two months. Yeah, what, when, uh... Probably third weekend of August. But we'll Third weekend of August. Yeah, we can talk more about that off pod. I'll tell them. But, uh... I'll tell all of them. Good. But yeah, dude. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear you had a fucking fun, fun fucking day. Glad to see you're doing well. And uh, you, got, you got any advice for us this week? When it comes to those ramps in the U-Hauls, if they ever don't all the way go in, just jam it real fucking hard. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone. <laughs>